0: I hope that you were with me the first time, and uh, you're back again. Oh, by the way, I apologize. I'm kind of slobbing out. this go around. Uh, got my comfy clothes on. I mean, it is my house, right? Anyway, so uh, glad you're here. Good, good to see you. And I hope that after that first round, I hope I didn't scare you off. Uh, I, I just, I think, I think this stuff is important for us to at least consider. As we get to know Jesus, hopefully, hopefully better than we've ever known him before. All right. So now this session, uh, I want to go back to the idea of what was going on with Jesus during the Old Testament period. Was he just sitting around, you know, doing nothing, waiting it, until it was time to be born of woman or what was going on? Well, I want to tell you, I want to share with you about a, a character in the Old Testament Now hang on to your hat. Here we go. A lot of theologians believe that this particular character was indeed Jesus or the one to be Jesus uh, manifesting himself through this character in the Old Testament period. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, This is possibly him and what some of the stuff he was doing during the Old Testament time. I don't know whether this is true or not. I don't. It's, it, obviously, it's not an absolute. Some some believe it, some don't, but a lot of them do, and there are reasons why they would think that. So let me let me tell you the title of this character first. Don't be thrown by it. I'll explain that in a moment. But there is a character in the Old Testament referred to multiple different names, or just a few different names. But it was either. Um, The angel of the Lord, or the angel of Jehovah, or the angel of God. Now, if you came through our angel study, understand, that's not saying he's an angel. Not even close. But there is a character in the Old Testament referred to with that title. There are some interesting things about this character. Okay? So, we're going to take a look at him. And uh, try to try to perceive or understand why some do believe that this is the word God incarnate later manifesting himself during the, the Old Testament period. Alright, so several passages we're going to take a look at it. And so we're going to start in in Genesis chapter sixteen. So open your Bible to Genesis 16. Now if you're familiar with the story of Abraham and Sarah, you know about Sarah's handmaiden, Hagar, and her offering her up to Abraham because maybe that's the way he was going to have a child uh, with all these of offspring. So, that, that's kind of what's going on in this context right here. Well, that is what's going on in this context of Genesis 16. But now, I want you to notice something that happens, okay? Okay. Uh, Let's see. So the plan in the first few verses, Sarah says, tells Abraham, you know, you go to Hagar, my maidservant, and have a child by her. Okay, so he agrees uh, in, uh, in verse 2. Abraham agreed to what Sarai said. So after Abram had been living in Canaan 10 years, Sarai, his wife, took her Egyptian maidservant Hagar and gave her to her husband to be his wife. He slept with Hagar, and she conceived. When she knew she was pregnant, she began to despise her mistress. Then Sarai said to Abram, You are responsible for the wrong I am suffering. See, it just becomes a big blow-up. Everybody's mad at each other. By the way, it was not a good plan. And it wasn't God's plan. But, you know, sometimes we get in His way. Now watch. Look at verse verse 6. Your servant is in your hands, Abram said, do with her whatever you think's best. Then Sarai mistreated Hagar, so she fled from her. Now watch this. The angel of the Lord found Hagar near a spring in the desert. It was the spring that is beside the road to Shur. And he said, this is the angel of the Lord, and he said, Hagar, servant of Sarai, where have you come from? And where are you going? I'm running away from my mistress, Sarai. She answered. Then the angel of the Lord told her, Go back to your mistress and submit to her. The angel added, I will so, now look, I will so, I, I will so increase your descendants that they will be too numerous to count. Now, time out. I will increase your descendants so that they are too numerous to count. That's God's promise to Abraham. The angel of the Lord just said that. I, will increase your descendants. And so just continue. Verse eleven. The angel of the Lord also said to her, You are now you are now with child, and you will have a son. You shall name him Ishmael, for the Lord has heard your misery. He will be a wild donkey of a man. His hand will be against everyone, and everyone's hand against him, and he will live in hostility toward all of his brothers. Now watch this. She gave this name she gave this name to the Lord who spoke to her. Did you hear that? That's the angel of the Lord. She gave this name to the Lord who spoke to her. You are the God who sees me. For she said, I have now seen the one who sees me. She's talking about the angel of the Lord. Okay? Interesting name. She called about and He doesn't deny it. All right. Now flip to Genesis 22. This is another familiar passage, I would hope. This is when God calls Abraham to offer his son Isaac as a sacrifice. Woo. Boy, this is a, this is a powerful passage here on Mount Moriah. OK, so we're, we're not looking into this whole text here. I hope you know this account well. It's, it's, it's just it's so powerful. God tells Abraham to offer Isaac as a sacrifice. He takes him. They travel for three days to this mountain, Mount Moriah. And uh, he takes him up the mountain and he's going to offer him. I mean, he is. He's going to do it. Okay? So, look at verse 6. Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and placed it on his own son Isaac. And he himself carried the fire and the knife. As the two of them went on together, Isaac spoke up and said to his father Abraham, Father, yes, my son, Abraham replied. The fire and the wood are here, Isaac said. But where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Whew. Well, there's a moment. Abraham answered. Ready for this? God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went on together. God himself will provide. Verse 9. When they reached the place God had told him about, Abraham built an altar there and arranged the wood on it. He bound his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then he reached out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But, But the angel of the Lord called out to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham, here I am, he said, do not lay a hand on the boy. Who's who's this speaking? This is the angel of the Lord. Do not lay a hand on the boy, he said. Do not do anything to him. Now, I know that you fear God because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. Did, Did you hear that? Now I know that you fear God because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. Now that's interesting. Look again at verse 13. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham from heaven a second time and said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this, and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand of the seashore. There's the promises of God. And the angel of the Lord is making those promises in the first person. Okay? That's interesting. Okay, we're not done. Ouch. Got a shoulder problem. We're not done. Turn to Exodus chapter three. Another familiar account. This is Moses in the burning bush. We're we're hitting some classics this evening. Okay. Moses in the burning bush. I'm sure most, if not all, are familiar with this account. If you're not, wow. Well, just hang on to your hat. Okay? Verse 1, Exodus chapter 3. Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the far side of the desert and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. There, you Ready? There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in the flames of fire from within a bush. I thought it was God that appeared to to Moses in the burning bush. Hmm. Read verse 2 again. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from within a bush. Moses saw that though the bush was on fire, it did not burn up. So Moses thought, I will go over and see this strange sight. Yeah, I would too. Why the bush does not burn up. When the Lord saw that, wait a minute, time out, verse 4, time out. When the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called to him from within the bush. Moses, Moses, who called to him from within the bush? God, who was in the bush, who was in the bush in in verse 2? The angel of the Lord, or the a- angel of God, but in this case, the angel of the Lord. Now, it's God in there. Calls to him, Moses, Moses. And Moses said, Here I am. Do not come any closer, God said. Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. Angel of the Lord, God, interchangeably in this passage, one then the other, calling out to, uh, to Moses. Okay? Interesting. Okay, let's take a look at another one. Go to Judges chapter 13. Judges 13. Now this just, just, just stay with it, okay? It's just possibility. Now in Judges thirteen, we have the account of the birth of Samson. Now, Samson, people think of Samson, they think of the big, strong guy. Absolutely, that's who he will be. This is prior to this. This is just talking about the time around his birth. Okay? Now, I'm not even going to get into this Nazarite vow that Samson will take, that will keep him from cutting his hair, and no alcoholic beverages will touch his lips. But there is a character... In this scenario, dealing with, well, mostly Samson's mother, but then also Samson's father. Okay, let's see here. Well, let, let's at least start to get the context, all right? Look at, uh, look at verse 2. A certain man of Zorah, named Manoah from the clan of the Danites, had a wife who was sterile and remained childless. The angel of the Lord appeared to her and said, you are sterile and childless, but you're going to conceive and have a son. That scenario has happened more than once, right? But in this case, the angel of the Lord tells her, you will have a son. All right, so look at verse 6. Then the woman went to her husband and told him, a man of God came to me. He looked like an angel of God. Very awesome. I didn't ask him where he came from, and he didn't tell me his name, but he said to me, you will conceive and give birth to a son. So she tells her husband about this guy that appeared to her. Okay, look at verse 8. Then Manoah prayed to the Lord, O Lord, I beg you, let the man of God you sent to us come again to teach us how to bring up the boy who is to be born. God heard Manoah, and the angel of God came again to the woman while she was out in the field, but her husband Manoah was not with her. The woman hurried to tell her husband, He's here, the man who appeared to me the other day. Manoah got up and followed his wife. When he came to the man, he said, Are you the one who talked to my wife? I am, he said. So Manoah asked him, When your words are fulfilled, what is to be the rule for the boy's life and work? The angel of the Lord answered. So this is the angel of the Lord, however they perceive him. This is the angel of the Lord. And he gives them these instructions concerning the Nazarite vow. Again, look at verse 15. Manoah said to the angel of the Lord, we would like you to stay until we prepare a young goat for you. We'll fix you supper, some, some barbecued goat. Cabrito, they would call that in South Texas. Cabrito. Okay. Look at verse 16. The angel of the Lord replied, even though you detain me, I will not eat any of your food. Now Watch. But if you prepare a burnt offering if you prepare a burnt offering offer it to the Lord Can I watch Manoah did not realize that it was the angel of the Lord Sounds special Then Manoah oh this is this is beautiful then Manoah inquired of the angel of the Lord what is your name so that we may honor you when your word comes true? He replied, Why do you ask my name? It is beyond understanding. Verse 19 Then Manoah took a young goat together with the grain offering and now, watch, sacrificed it on a rock. To the Lord. And the Lord did an amazing thing. While Manoah and his wife watched. That's the angel of the Lord. Now it says. And the Lord did an amazing thing. While Manoah and his wife watched. As the flame blazed up from the altar toward heaven. The angel of the Lord. See interchangeable. The angel of the Lord ascended in the flame. Seeing this. Manoah and his wife fell with their faces to the ground. When the angel of the Lord did not show himself again to Manoah and his wife, Manoah realized that it was the angel of the Lord. We are doomed to die, he said to his wife. We have seen God. So the question is, Who is this character? This character called the angel of the Lord that makes the promises of God to his children, whose title, angel of the Lord, Lord, is flipped back and forth interchangeable, was who Manoah and his wife offered this sacrifice to. And when they realized who it was, Fearful, they fall to their faces. We're going to, we are doomed to die for we have seen God. All right? This is an interesting character. Okay, so as he makes these promises of God, as, he makes, as these sacrifices are made to him as God, he doesn't refute that. If you'll remember from the angel study, you may not have been with us for that. Angels never would accept worship from man. Oh no, shut it down. No, no, you don't worship others. We're we're just angels. Not this character. Sacrifices offered to him. Okay? Now, because of those scenarios, all right, and the way it's it's just he is he's called God over and again as we see those. There are those who believe. This must be The word. This must be the one who would be Jesus after born of Mary. This must be him prior to his incarnation. And here's what I've heard him say. If not, we've got four members of the Godhead. Ain't nobody going there. That's not true. Okay? So, maybe. Right? I'm not telling you this as an absolute by any means you you don't have to accept that that's true, but I tell you this much: it is really interesting to consider and and it'll you know it'll keep you for one of these days you 'll be at church somewhere or in a bible study somewhere, and somebody'll say, "What is up with this character, the angel of the Lord in the old testament, and you won't be thrown by it you'll be able to respond, "Oh oh as the as to the possibility as to whether or not this is Jesus in the Old Testament period. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, we don't know. But, I mean, at least you'll be aware of it. And And come on. It is pretty interesting to consider. All right. So there you go. Now, now, let's continue. Here we are. We're in the Old Testament period thinking about Jesus. And one thing I want us to, for at least to throw out there, you're probably aware of this. And that's the prophecies concerning him. That are in the Old Testament. And look, you can Google this. You'll get different numbers. Some in the old, uh, 180 prophecies. Others, 356 prophecies. And these are specifically concerning the Messiah who is to come. And the amazing part about it, whichever number you choose, whichever list you look at it, they are all fulfilled in the one character, Jesus of Nazareth. And some of them are incredibly specific. And the, the mathematical probabilities of this are astronomical. As a matter of fact, if you look, if you look at it in math, uh, I'm not a math person, but if you look at it from a probability perspective, one character, okay, one character fulfilling ten, just ten specific prophecies from, from this many hundreds uh, possibly a couple of thousand years prior, fulfilling those later, and just just fulfilling 10, the, the numbers are astronomical even there. And you've got tons more than that. So one of the great uh, witnesses for the truth of who Jesus Christ is are the prophecies made concerning him and those prophecies fulfilled. Now see, when I was a young fellow, I I, I didn't give a lot of credibility to prophecy in this particular context. That just shows my ignorance. But here's what I thought. Oh, now, wait a minute. That's really not that credible. I mean, it's all in this book, right? I can start over here at the beginning and say, this is going to happen. And this is going to happen. And then when I get over here, at the end, I go, it happened It happened just like it said it would. And I thought, well, that's bogus. I mean, anybody can write a book like that and and make it appear that those things happened. Of course, that was total ignorance on my part. Y'all, what we so casually call the Bible is a collection of documents written, you ready, over a period of over 1,500 years. By over, by well, by at least forty different authors inspired by God, but forty different authors, and they had no connection with each other. They didn't get their heads together and think. By the way, first off, years, fifteen hundred years between some of them, and say, oh, okay, you say that. Well, I'll confirm. No, 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 no. This was not compiled till much later. So, so the idea of prophecy made years and years before. And then coming true years and years later is a huge testament to the truth of who Jesus of Nazareth is. Jesus the Christ, the Messiah. Okay? So prophecy is a big deal for us today. And again, you can Google those. I encourage you to do that. It's really interesting to see just how specific some of them will get and how Jesus fulfilled them to a T. Okay? Now... Okay, I'm, 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 let me check the time because I think this says I'm just about up here. And I, I don't, yeah, 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 less than a minute. Okay. So that'll do us for this session. All right. And, uh, come on back. We got great stuff coming. And I hope, I hope that there's, you're, you're gaining some things you may not have considered before that are the goal. Remember is to get to know Jesus. More and more along the way. So some of this stuff, I I hope will help us. So until next time, uh, have a great, have a great evening.